This episode of the Damage Guild podcast is sponsored by listeners like you. Join the guild at patreon.com slash damage guild to receive exclusive perks, member rewards, and bonus content. Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. You fly straight past the other two ships and are edging up on the back of the ship. One of the wizards looks directly at your group and shouts, They're coming, everyone! Ready your weapons! The caster at the front of the ship spots Stripey flying in and casts a spell. And Stripey begins to fall in a graceful arc. Stripey, no! No, No, Stripey! The caster that was at the front of the ship is holding in his hand a very fancy golden (sighs) scepter. He heads below decks. I'm just going to go right up to the foredeck. I'll fly up to the ship, grab the rigging. Let me uh, christen this ship with the blood of our enemies. Tokus lands on the banister, and I look down, and I see that's the guy that ruined our stealth mission. And so I will misty right in front of him. So the mage in front of you chants a few words, and this aura of fire envelops him. Um, so I would like to use my new perk on him. When a creature within five feet of you casts a spell, you can use a reaction to make a melee weapon attack against that creature. Boom. Is he casting a spell? Spicy. Yes, he did cast a spell. Spicy. I have not yet used my reaction. I would like to... What is that? Is that from Mage Slayer? I've become a Mage Slayer. (laughs) So spicy. Upgrade. Yeah, which to our listeners, it's not a good feat to pick up. I did look online and everybody (laughs) tells me it's bad. But it's so cool and I know Thane loves casters. Do you have to use your reaction to do it? It does more than just this. It has three lines of text and I'm only revealing what it's doing right now. Perfect. Sure, no, but I'm saying like in order to do this action, you you use your reaction. To make that attack? Yeah. Yeah, you have to use the reaction, and the creature has to be within five feet of you, and they have to cast a spell. Okay. Well, <laughs> that makes sense for a mage slayer. I mean, it's... it's uh, yeah, on, yeah, it's, it's basically a different different type of opportunity attack. Yep, it's, it's on brand. Yeah. yeah. So I'm uh, going to attack. I rolled a three. Yeah. Excellent. So that would be an 11. <laughs> Pretty good. Okay, well, that misses. And, and that doesn't involve the images, right? They have high enough armor class that then eleven wouldn't. Yeah, so it would miss the images too. Ooh, I, I have I have um, bardic. Yeah, you have your bardic, but he already said it misses. That's what I was going to remind you of. But he he already told you the result. He already told me that it missed. Yeah. Well, you asked, so yeah. I did ask, yeah. I forgot about the bardic. I could have maybe boosted it to get an image, right? Or maybe even him. Yep. Yeah. Okay. The world may never know. We'll never know. Yeah. So. He's now on fire, it looks like, but not being hurt by it. Haha, you're on fire. Oh, man. Aslo, it's your turn. All right. I think keeping up this uh, hypnotic pattern is very important, so I'm just going to play it a little bit defensively right now and cast Mirror Image. So I will Mirror Image myself, and I could either hang out plastered to the front of this giant blimp, or I could fly down and get into flanking with Tokus. Although that sort of defeats the purpose of defending myself. Yeah, so you cast mirror image. Mm. Plus Tokus is trying to take down the mage, so... Right. I think I'd just do that. Yeah, I, I don't... I would say don't get into melee unless you're going to do something melee-ish on the same turn. I don't know if you want to get into melee with the mage that's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. 
I'm, I'm guessing you don't want to be hitting that mage from close up at the moment. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you're literally soloing four enemies on your own right now if you don't lose your concentration. Yes, yeah, for sure. Stay on target. <laughs> All right, so I will go ahead and cast Mirror Image then. And um, let's see, actually. Couldn't you just, like, float around and be a true, like, Peter Pan right now? Just, like, yeah, make yourself, like, annoyingly hard to get to? That's true, yeah. I just, I fly around, I do, like, loops around the ship. I do barrel rolls and stuff like that uh, with my arms outstretched to either side. Yeah. Um, no, I think I will fly down a little bit just to get closer to Shaba so I can shout to him over the wind and give him bardic inspiration. Sweet. Bardic. More inspiration. So, Bardic, much inspiration. And then fly back to my safety perch. Okay, so you end up back at the front of the ship. Yeah, that's my turn. Okay, Shaba? Oh, boy, this is what I call a target-rich environment. Uh, so many <laughs> options. Um, and I definitely don't want to disrupt your hypnotic. I don't think I want to hit the helmsman, do I? Like, we kind of want him to steer the ship for the time being, don't we? Like, right? But wouldn't it be more epic? If <laughs> the ship suddenly the ship. lurched, like, yeah. sickeningly to the side because I had shot him in the face? Yeah. It would, it's more fun, It would Shama. be far more epic. But I feel like Embrace this... Embrace your inner joker and just cause <laughs> yeah, pandemonium. Havoc. And then we just crash into the city and, like, kill hundreds. Well, you're actually outside the city... Well, you're outside the city walls. Oh, okay. still the... And flying away from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the, there are several uh, lightning shots I could line up at this juncture. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I see at least one that seems good. What, what are you seeing? I see three. I see one, including this mage, but of course that's two people who are hypnotic. I see this across the bow, getting the helmsman in it. I see this hitting the mage that you are fighting, who's now on fire. And you're going to pull this off because you can fly. Correct. Oh, there's the one that you highlighted, which gets like five guys, but also Aslo and Tokus. No, they wouldn't hit all of them because, first of all, there's a mast in the middle, and secondly, there's a ledge. Oh, right. That's true. Yeah. Right. So if I shot Elevation. from the back of the ship all the way to the front, then, yeah, I certainly wouldn't hit. Yeah, I think not killing the guy that's steering the ship. Does anybody else know how to steer this thing? Uh, no. It's not your normal kind of ship, Shaba. I mean, how hard could it be? You turn it to the left, you turn it <laughs> yeah, to the right. It's just an aircraft. I mean. This thing also has X and Y. Mm-hmm. We, we don't understand. We're, we're very primitive as far as flight. There's actually a second wheel off to the right. You do one for <laughs> up and down. It's got, like, foot pedals. You, know? you got to worry about pitch and yaw. And... Well, couldn't you just simply do the two infantry guys on me? On you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, because can you get into position to shoot the wizard or not really? Not with somebody else. I can't get into position to actually hit him and another guy. It would just have to be him. How about this? Getting the guy next to you as well. Oh, yeah. I can fly, dude. Hey, I can fly. I'm like Peter Pan. I can fly, by the way. I can fly, I can fly, I can fly. My movement is 60 feet, isn't it? This is where we, like, input Space Jam. I believe I can fly. <laughs> movement is 30 feet if you're going forward, 90 feet if you're going backwards. And then you turn that into a spell song. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so if I'm going forwards, then I'm still affected by wind resistance and the speed of the ship because I'm no longer connected to it, therefore my speed is not equal to its speed. Yeah, I mean, the, the reason why I like the shot suggestion that I was offering, because you just move two, you move uh, next to the mast, essentially, 
and get the two dudes that are on me without shooting me. Right. Which so, Tokus likes very much. So I bonus action Zeph to move away from the two guys that are in melee with me. I move down the quarterdeck stairs to the main deck, and then I line myself up with the two soldiers that are in melee with Tokus so that I can try and hit both of them. That seems... that's that, Jay... You couldn't have planned a turn that I loved more. Well, I, I went with your suggestion. Oh, is that why I'm loving it? Um, what if you were to go over here, then you could line up three guys? Uh, I don't think that's a straight line. But then I'd be off the side of the ship, though. Yeah, if you were willing to stay in flight and risk falling. Oh, he can't move, attack, and then move again? Uh, I uh, can. You could. Yeah. Well, wait, you're saying he'd be off the ship to get the right angle for this shot? Yeah, exactly. High risk, high reward. Yeah, that's true. I can move back here, just take the shot, and then get back onto the ship. I can move off of the the starboard side toward the back, the quarter deck, get three guys instead of two. That's then... such an epic shot, though. Like so, like like Shaba <laughs> dives off the side of the ship. <laughs> yeah, you were standing on the deck before, right? Yep. So yeah, you just like jump backwards, sideways over the railing. You look like you're falling and leaning back and you pull out your bow, shoot, and yet you never actually fall because you're flying the whole time. <laughs> nice. Um, I will use the advantage from the Zephyr Strike. Oh, wait, don't I have to get... I have to get even further back away from this guy so that I'm not technically in melee with him uh, because I would take disadvantage if I'm... Not only that, you think I think you need to be further back so that the angle down the stairs isn't impeded isn't impeding like you're 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 on a different elevation mm-hmm. than two of the soldiers right so you need you need to calibrate is it that is that a 19 degree angle <laughs> right it's fine you can get back there okay so i think if i get a little higher and a little further back away from the ship while i take my shot then yeah i can i should be able to get all three of them lightning all streaks right. across almost the entire deck <laughs> yeah so i will use the advantage uh from the zephyr strike Take the shot, and that's going to do it. That'll be a 24 to hit. Hits. And then i got to make sure that I don't forget I've got a bardic. Okay, so the damage with the extra D8 from the Zephyr Strike is going to be... Uh, oh, nice, baby. 18 lightning on the first two guys. Dex save 13 for DC 13 for half. And then the 2d8 plus my arrow damage is an additional 13 on the last guy. And then I'm going to take (laughs) another six. (laughs) I take six more. (laughs) Hey, worth it. All right. So your lightning joins the rest of the storm that's been happening all over the place. That guy that you just hit at the end looks pretty wounded from that. But they're all still standing. Ooh, okay. Now i got to figure out how much movement I have to get back onto the ship. So if I moved moved 25 feet back, but I have the extra wind carrying me back. So I should easily be able to get at least back to where I was, but do I want to move somewhere else? I think I want to kind of partially go down the quarterdeck stairs so that I can hopefully only be attacked by two guys. Okay, so you move back, move forward, land on the stairs. Yeah. And that'll be it. Okay. The guards close in on you again. One hits for four points of damage. The other one jumps over the banister, lands on the lower deck, and swings around to get 
You from below. Oh, man. Jumps over the banister and falls to his death. <laughs> whoa, what? Whoa! Not that banister. Also, concentration check. Shaba. Correct. Now he already used his spell. Uh, I used the effect, but I still it lasts for a minute. And you're hit again for seven. Okay, I passed the first concentration and failed the second. Oof. That one guy with the bows also still shooting at you. And you were shot for eight. Yikes, I'm getting pretty low, guys. We need to start dropping some of these guys. Yeah, I'm I'm dangerously low at this point. Like, one more hit could bring me down. Oh, boy. Yikes. One of the other soldiers moves up and flanks Tokus. I have a hit with the first attack. Do you want to do anything? No, that's... Uh, well, I'm about to get attacked by a bunch of them, right? Maybe I should just shield off the bat. I think so. I'm going to shield. I have plenty of first level spell slots. No, you already used your reaction, so you don't even have that option. Oh, yeah. I did react. You reactioned. Dang it. And this is right before your turn anyway, so... Uh, so you're hit, and you are critically hit. Oof. Oh. oh, wait. No, just the critical hit. The other one missed by one. So you take a total of 17 points of damage from that hit. Oof. And it's your turn. Okay, so I'm visualizing a pretty epic turn here, guys. Good, because that's exactly what we need. So you've got four guys around you again. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I misty out of this cluster. It's time to do the Berserker. You just hold two weapons out to both sides and then spin around in a circle. Yep. Works every time. The old Berserker. I, I, I wish. Tried and true strategy. Yeah, there is, I mean, there is the cacophonous cowboy cleats. So I think I... Could That's right, you didn't end up using your Misty to get on the ship, right? No, I Misty'd. You did. Oh, you did. But you've got another one. So I have one charge of free Misty from that feat I took a while ago, but I have two level two spell slots I haven't used either. I can I can cast Misty through those level two spell slots. Okay. So I could Misty out of this pack to get to Shaba. How would, um, let me ask you, Thane, because we, we have access to flight. Could I hover next to Shaba to try to give him my protection? Yeah. Okay. Alright. Probably as long as you're within five feet. So I'm going to bonus action over to you, Shaba. So you teleport to the other side of the staircase that he's on, on the railing? Yep. And I just I just want to be within five feet from my fighting stance. And then I'm going to drop an interesting spell. We have some new AoE. Uh, and Tokus kind of... You know, maybe pull some vials out of his jacket and starts mixing some things and starts creating this um, this strange sphere of of like napalm. Oh, and Whoa. and I chuck it and it'll be in the middle of that pack of four with the mage where you just were that you just left. Yeah, where I just <laughs> left. I guess I could do it in the other order. I could conjure it and leave it where I am. I just don't want to. I just don't want to get hit by it myself. Yeah, seems wise. Yeah, and I will. Release this orb on my enemies. What is this? This is Flaming Sphere. Uh. I conjure a flame. I, I ha finally have a spell that's, like, worthy of a wizard. All the way at the end of the campaign. <laughs> yeah, it's wizard druid only, so it's exclusive. Okay. So it only deals damage if they end their turn next to it, though. Oh, really? It's not going to work the way I want? But I can move it. You can move it as a bonus action, but you already used your bonus action this turn. Yeah. So. It'll be there and able to be moved next time. So it's not preemptive. It's I get what you're saying, Thane. It's it's a more it's a more reactive AOE. Yeah, it's just tricky because it's at the end of their turn. So 
kind of no matter where you put it, they move away. So it's probably best on someone who's like locked in place or uh, that kind of thing. Or, of course, you have the bonus action, move it. Yeah, the mage is blocking the door, so it would force him to either take damage or leave it. Oh, that's true. Well, if he leaves the door, what, would Aslo just fly into the door is the plan? That's what I'm hoping to do, yeah. But then you're fighting that mage with the scepter alone. Theoretically. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think what I could... So, okay, so if I place this attack, maybe over where Shaba and I are, it would be preemptive, right? Or I could even block off... Couldn't I also, like, deter them from going after you, Brian, with this flaming sphere? He's already kind of hidden from them. Yeah. So you're telling me this spell stinks. <laughs> it's useful in some situations, and it could help here. But... All right. I, I have a different idea. What about my rhymes binding ice? It's always... And I see choice. So what if I misdeed, and then I could just normal move to where I want to be in the end anyway? You could hit all of them with the cone from where you were ending up. Oh, that's tasty. That that looks beautiful. Wow. What a cone. I mean, that's like a delicious ice cream cone right there. It's like a snow cone on a hot summer day. That's what it is. Does that even get the mage? You only don't get the mage. That's the only problem. What's the actual distance? It's really borderline. What if I was here? You can get the mage instead of the guy in front of you. Is that what the the exchange is? So you can hit all four of the ones that you are leaving with this and still be next to Shaba. But then I'm not actually on the ship. You can just move over there. You could be on-ish. Okay. You can always finish your movement afterwards, right? Okay, so I will move in such a way that I can pizza all the people that were surrounding me. (laughs) And I will blast them with a cone of powerful cold that may really... This is my last level two spell slot, though, guys, because I had to blow... To get out of that mess, I had to blow um, Misty Step. Yeah. Worth it. But I think it's worth it. All right, so everyone there makes a constitution save. Yes. Or no, don't I roll three... It is a con save, isn't it? For half. Save for half, right? Save for half and to not be hindered. Yeah. I'm going to roll 3d8. Oh, not bad. That's actually a pretty good roll for 3d8, so that's um, that's 13. Unfortunately, my lowest roll on the dice was a 16, so all four of them passed. Ooh. Oh, wow. Man. All Oof, passed. But, but does half damage. Yeah. Yep, and they're not frozen. Still a good cluster. Half damage is more than no damage. That's right. So it rounds down, or does it round up? It rounds down. Does that break that guy's concentration? The mage is sustaining flame. He is still not using a concentration spell. That's not a concentration spell. Oh. Dang, man. Okay. Tokus isn't done with his turn. Hang on. I think I should action surge, and I think I should do something stronger to help Shaba. What, What about this idea, guys? I blow my action surge, and I use my action to grant resilience to Shaba so that he's less likely to go down. Wow. Ooh, that's a sweet idea. Does it, it um, gives him resistance against damage? Yeah, you can expend one charge as an action, so I'd have to action search to get access to this, to grant resilience, resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, slashing damage from non-magical weapons for one minute to a creature you can see within 60 feet. Wow. I could administer a healing potion that also might just be just as effective. You are at six. It would essentially give you, quote-unquote, 12 hit points if I resilienced you. If I administer a healing potion, which we have good healing potions, that also could be... Will the resilience go away if he drops to zero? No. Okay. Then, yeah, that might be worth it. It, Yeah, it lasts a minute no matter what, I guess, right? Okay. So uh, I'm going to action surge, and I'm going to do that to you, Shaba. Wow. Thanks. I expend a charge... 
and reach into the bre- uh, the armband of Altoria for strength. Shaba, you must live. <laughs> and you feel newfound fortitude springing up within you. Wow. Skin gets even more stone tough. <laughs> Stony. Pebbly. <laughs> this feels great. Tokus, I can see why you like this thing so much now. Your protrusions feel even more pebbly. Than <laughs> protrudy. Bouldery protrusions. This is all upside for you. I'm the one that takes the exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. I get none of the negative side effects. Should I bonus action to go ahead and... You've already used your bonus action. I've already used my bonus action because action surge for the quadrillionth time (laughs) does not refresh your bonus. Mm. I could move again, but I'm good. I'm happy. I'm done with my turn. Okay. Stripey is doing or not doing his thing. (laughs) Stay strong. Stay strong. Brian, do you still have other AoE spells that wouldn't interrupt the hypnotic pattern? I understand why you went for mirror image, but you could be like thunder waving and stuff maybe, right? I could be thunder waving. Okay. I was just considering thunder wave until I watched two of the guys move away from me. <laughs> so I would have been able to hit all four of them. Two of the four soldiers, or two of the four that were surrounding you before, move to again try to surround you. One of them hits for seven. Ooh, uh, maybe I should shield. They're going after me, right? Yes. Yeah, I would shield. Is it too late? You can shield. It, okay. I'm going to shield because there's probably more attacks coming. Okay. All right. That shield turns three hits into misses. Yes. Oh, nice. ROI. Just for the first two guys to attack you, so who knows. Shield FTW. This combat's not going so good, guys. It's going well, it's just hard, I feel like. I mean, it's not going poorly. We're, like, hitting, we're dealing damage. It's just a very difficult uh, situation we find ourselves in. Okay, Shava, make a strength saving throw. And if I refuse? Then you fail. All right, well, I do have a bardic, so let's see how this works out. That is, it's a 13 without the bardic. I feel like I use the bardic here. I feel like this is a good opportunity. All right, so it's a 17 with. And that inspiration turns it into a success? Yes. So yes, yes, yes. you see a familiar spell that you've seen before as yellow tendrils erupt around you and try to grasp you and hold you in place, but oh. you manage to break free of them. Oh my, gross. That was the mage that was blocking the door. Oh. Hmm. But you've resisted his spell, so circle around to Aslo's turn. All right, listen. I'm sick and tired of that mage who's blocking the door. <laughs> Aslo flies down. He's going to dish up the old psychic lance. Oh, boy. Wow, bringing out the big... You're just going to blow up his brain. So I'm going to fly down um, and land on the foredeck, standing right behind the banister over top of the guy's head, (laughs) and point my finger down right on top of him, unsuspectingly, and lance right through his face Mm. head. Through the back of his face. Yeah. Through the back of his face. (laughs) (laughs) So he makes an intelligence save. Go through the back of his head to the front of his face. Mage, the back of your head is ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, 16. Ooh, I think that just fails. Yep, fails by one. All right, so here's my my fireball, 76 damage. He takes 76 damage. (laughs) Oh, my, my, my. All right. Five plus three is eight, plus six is... Oh, yeah, it's not an attack roll, it's a saving throw, so he, the mirror image doesn't come into play. Oh, that's right. Wow. It sure doesn't. That's ginormous. <laughs> Whoa, I didn't dude. even think about that. Whoa. 
Oh my god. So eight plus six is fourteen. Did the mirror image have any interplay with the frost attack from? No, because that's an area effect. Yeah. Because it's area of effect. Ooh. Uh, 14 plus 5 is 19, plus 4 23. is 23, plus another 4 is 27. Plus... Plus 6 yes, is 33. 33, oh Alright, so you land on the deck, hold your hand out, and just oh. pry this mage's brain, and he collapses <laughs> to the deck. Sweet. Yes! Oh. Yes, got him, so finally. Good. So good. <sighs> Hashtag worth it. How many times can you do that spell? That was my last one. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. Well, both of the casters on the surface have been neutralized. Um, other than that... Do what you want to do. Just because I was saying don't fly after the other mage doesn't mean you shouldn't follow your heart, Brian. We support you. We'll, we'll, we'll tango with these guys all alone up top deck. You go get that scepter. I really want to, but it's such a tough fight. I mean, there's still five guys up. We haven't, other than that mage, we haven't dropped anybody yet. They're yeah. all still fighting. Yeah, we really, really need you up here, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't control your turn, and I don't intend to. Only you can control your forest fires. I mean, your turn. I'm wondering if I should try to draw, like, a little bit of fire away from you guys. So I'm wondering if I, dr- I drop down where that mage was standing in front of the door, uh, just to get, like, maybe the guy standing there next to him. Maybe one of the other ranged guys. Uh, how many guys actually are ranged? There was only one with a longbow out. Only one of them who's still using a bow. Okay. But do the others have bows? One of the ones that's in melee with you has a bow. Okay. The rest of them don't. What about your bonus action this turn, Brian? What about optimizing that? You have a couple different things you could do, right? I can do uh, Bardic Inspiration. That's about it. Couldn't you also slash that guy? Only if I attack with my action can I bonus action second attack. So that's how that dual-wielding perk works. It's only if you already attacked, you get to attack yeah. with using the bonus. But yeah, I mean, how many more bardics do you have to hand out? Uh, two more. I mean, maybe on Shabs? I think you... Yeah, Shab, you both use yours? I think Shabba, if you... I used. just used mine, yeah. On the on the strength save. So I will uh, bardic inspiration Shabba, and I think I will actually stay up on the foredeck, and I'll kind of like hang out right behind the banister to hopefully if I do get attacked, that gives me a little bit of cover. Okay. Yeah, we can't we can't afford to lose your hypnotic. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'll just I'll just stay there. Okay. To our listeners, this fight's looking kind of dire. Like if we lose the hypnotic, <laughs> it doubles the amount of combatants we're facing. They gain another caster again. That happens. Shaba? Okay. Um so hear me out. Okay, assuming we can still fly, can I like just test? Can I like lift my feet off the ground to see if I can still fly? Yeah, you still have the fly spell. Okay. Um with spike growth, people in the area only take damage if they move, which means that I could cast spike growth, including the hypnotic people in the area, and it would not break the hypnotic. So what I'm thinking, Tokus, mm-hmm. is that's true. I spike growth the main deck, and you and I uh, fly up to the front by Aslo. And we don't take any damage since we're flying. And then we say, hey, come and get us. Yeah. They do get to make perception saves to know if there's spikes. They would automatically see it. They'll definitely see it, but... Are all of these soldiers equipped with both pole arms and longbows? Uh, two, two have bows. Two do have longbows, so we could, like, take cover behind the front, the mast. Some of the hypnotized ones also have bows, but none of the others that are active. Okay, so that's a way to crowd control. Yeah. It's a punisher effect. If they come, they take some damage, or they stay put. Right. That's a really cool use of your turn, man. I like it. 
That's what I'm thinking. So I dig it. I don't know if I can protect you though. Like, are you going to fly away and take a reaction hit? Uh, I am going to cast as a. Oh, can I cast a bonus action spell? You can't cast two leveled spells. Yeah. Okay. Does my fighting stance protect him from opportunity attacks? It can. How many opportunity attacks does Shaba take here? There are two guards next to him, so that would be two attacks. So I can only protect him once. I mean, do you want to take that gamble? Do you actually? Do you even need to move? Uh, I don't need to. No. I could just cast the spike growth, but then the whole idea is that they wouldn't be able, even the guys who aren't hypnotic wouldn't be able to attack anybody next turn unless they come over to see us. Yeah, if we're, if we're going to get attacked anyway, do the flyaway strat and let's see what happens. I can protect you ideally. I can give disadvantage to one of the two opportunity attacks you're about to take. You have resilience. And it's not like as a bonus action you can chug a healing potion. That's a full action. Right. I say risk it. Yeah, so I could get uh, all of them except the helmsman. I love this idea. I mean, we need to employ some AoE, and my flame, super awesome napalm flame spear thing wasn't the solution. Right, so then next turn I could cast Zephyr Strike and then fly out without taking the attacks. So I cast Spike Growth as my action on the main deck to cover everybody except the helmsman. Oh, there's also one other guard. Who's oh, yeah, Wex and one other guy who's next to me. Couldn't you get everybody in that? Even if it's yourselves, you have fly, so you can fly out of it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I still... I could get the, the other guy, but then I would get the helmsman too, and I want to have more of it between them and us so that they're running through more of it to get to us. So I, I keep it around... Toward the port side of the ship. Yeah, toward the port side. All right, and I don't think there's anything meaningful I can really do with my bonus action. And you're not moving? Uh, I don't think I should because I'll take a tax. You can move right to the other side of the guy on the railing. Oh, that's true. On the upper decks, that way you only take one attack of opportunity. I would move before casting the spell. So you don't have to worry about concentration. Oh, that's true. Okay. Well, but so I'll still take an attack from the one guy that I'm moving away from. But I can I can protect you from it, theoretically. Theoretically, yeah. You have disadvantage anyway. Y- yes. Okay. But disadvantage is pretty darn good. Is it worth it? Is it worth doing that? Uh, if you rotate around, you're less. I I don't know. If, is that actually that good? Isn't that a staircase? Am I am I actually blocking for Shaba if you make that maneuver? He's on the staircase, so you wouldn't really be blocking it, no? Yeah, I feel like you're already in the best defensible position I can offer you. You only have two enemies able to actually get to you with melee attacks that we're aware of. I mean, they have pole arms. Maybe they have reach weapons. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I'm good where I'm at and don't have to worry about taking a potential attack, even if it's weakened. So... Thorny spikes burst out onto the deck of the ship, covering most of the visible area on the lower levels, and a little bit going up to the deck. All right. Thane, you forgot to mention that none of them noticed the spikes happening. No, they, they all noticed. <laughs> well, right after that, the one next to you gets to attack. Are you going to do disadvantage on the first attack? Yes, please, Shade. Yes, please. I absolutely do. So that one's a miss. However, the second attack is a hit. Uh Uh-oh. For uh, 11 points of damage, cut in half because of your uh, resistance. All right, so that's five. So I'm at one. (laughs) Uh, 
boy. Oh, my goodness. That, that works out great. And that was the most defensive thing I could have done for you. That was better than a healing potion. Mm. Right? The healing potion might not have healed you for 11. And the other one who would have shot Shaba has Tokus in the way. So you're providing cover. That's the other thing that I was thinking of is that, yeah, he's Tokus becomes in the way from that guy across the ship. Across the quarterdeck. This is so awkward because at any second our flight could stop. We have to stay mm-hmm. on solid ground. <laughs> or above solid ground. Yeah. He's actually going to shoot at Aslo instead. Aslo also has cover, but... Aslo also has uh, images. That's true. Yeah, cover and images. That's true. Look at all those bards at the front of the ship. Kill them. Kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> He's still going to go for Aslo. Um, so one's a miss. One's a hit on some target. Okay, uh, that's a six on the die, which is... Hits an image. Uh, oh, just a hit, yeah. Which is good, because it would have been a critical. Okay, just a hit on an image. And one more guy can reach Shava, and he's attacking. Uh-oh. And he hits exactly no. with one of his attacks. Oof. And brings you down. Shaba, no! Crying out loud. I used my stone's endurance. Nothing else I can do. And that also brings down the spikes. Unfortunately, yeah. Just barely hit. And one other one runns over towards Aslo. Is that with Shaba's upgraded armor calculated? Just to double check that make sure everybody's numbers are updated. Uh, AC 17? Didn't Shaba's armor improve? I think so. Let's see. Did a while ago. 17, right? Did, yeah, did your armor improve when you got the new armor? Uh, my ace, the Shadow Drake armor is AC 13, and then my dex bonus is plus 4, so it should be 17. Okay. Hey, sorry, just double, just doing our due diligence there. W- worth the double check, yeah. All right. One of the other soldiers circles around, goes up the stairs, and attacks Aslo. Those are both hits. Do they hit you? Oof, two hits. Let's see. Got a 5 on the die. That hits you. Uh, which means that hits me. And an 11 on the die, so that hits a duplicate. Okay, well, once again, the duplicate takes a critical hit for you. Wow. (laughs) But the first hit still deals 8 points of damage. And concentration. All right, concentration check. Ooh, uh, that was a total of a 6. You could theoretically get the hypnotic back up, couldn't you? I could, yeah. I could heal Shaba, and according to what Thane said earlier, you'd still have the resistance. True. Mm-hmm. And I could bonus action heal myself. We, we, we're we still in this. It looks really bad, though. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Listeners, <laughs> this is really bad. Like, this this is very bad. Shaba is down. Toka says at half health. Stripey is cratered. Stripey is out of the fight. We have still have about... Half a dozen guys around us. He's chromanticratered. Man, how good would he have been in this fight, too? Like, I know. Yeah, that, that would have been the strongest stripey we've ever seen. Mm. Stripey with the strength of a giant. I also did take 12 damage from my two lightning shots. I rolled a sixes both times on those dice. That was significant. <sighs> All right. Um, Tokus. Okay, so what was my plan again? Okay, so heal Jay, heal myself. The armband is a bonus heal, so I should be able to do it. Do I even need it, though? You can also second wind. Second winding, though, doesn't heal me basically to full, and I'm not necessarily trusting it. I get what you're saying. Is like, do I really want to knock Tokus out in such like a... We're crunched, right? There might not be much time for rest in between encounters. I was very hesitant to even use the first charge on the armband. How much does second wind heal me for? 
these days. D10 plus your level. Okay, I'm at 33, D10 plus my level. I still have some level 1 spell slots, so I still have access to shield. Second wind is more of an option if there's nothing else you want to do with your bonus action. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm trying to, yeah. I'm just trying to parse out, do I do the big heal or right, just second wind. I'm going to second wind. I think that's a good suggestion. So, yeah, D10 plus my fighter level, right? Oh, wait, yeah, I mean, I'm a level 8 fighter, so that's... It, it heals for 8 no matter what, right. right? 9 is your minimum. I only rolled a 4, though, so it's 12. That's not bad. Um, so that puts me up to 45, over half. And uh, I pop open one of these extra awesome... Like, only the finest for Shaba. My best healing potion, potion, the greater healing potion from that cultist. Oh, That's what I wrote in my notes. Dude, I forgot Ooh, we nice. had that. Yeah, and I'm gonna dump 44 <laughs> uh, goodness down 40, your gullet. Is it 44? All right, healing potions D8. 44 hit points. Another D4s. Oh, okay. Uh, greater healing potion. Is that correct? 44 plus 4. Yeah, 44 plus 4. Mm. The potion's red liquid glimmers when agitated. FYI. Thanks. I don't want to nope. get it too agitated. <laughs> hey, stop taking me around. <laughs> Quit agitating me. Um, that could have been better. 8 plus 4. 12. Yeah. I accept gladly. That's really bad, isn't it? That's not terrible. I mean, especially with resistance. But it's a greater healing potion. 14's average. Yeah, 12 hit points is strictly better than 0 hit points, which is what I was at before, so... You have 12 hit points with... With resistance. With resistance, yeah. Which is like 24 hit points. It is. Just like 24 hit points. We're just... We're doing a lot of... uh, Okay, so that was my action, my bonus action. I've got a reaction to protect you with, and I should stay put to tank for you. I think that's my turn, dudes. Okay. You recover. Solid. Stripey. By this point, I think he's either stabilized or he's died. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But Shaba, how do you feel right now? You don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm petrified. I've been trying to hold back tears this entire combat. Every time DM Thane says Stripey's name, I want to burst out into tears. We need you to channel that rage. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, thank goodness Aslo slayed the mage that uh, that killed Stripey, so he got the vengeance on my behalf. So, guards attack Tokus, and you still have your shield up, right? Um, I shielded and... Oh, no, you shielded last time, so you don't have it up now? Yeah, so it's not protecting me anymore. I, I, mean, how many atta- I mean, how many people are converging on me? Uh, there are two already next to you, and yeah. any others would have to either shoot or run around a long way. Okay, well, just to tell my teammates here, I've got two more level one spell slots, both of which are probably going into shield. I also still have my hex charge. Miss, 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 miss. One guy pulls out a bow and shoots with double ones on his two attacks. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need good armor if they're going to roll like that. And then another guard runs towards Aslo, goes up the stairs, and he's going to shoot... Just before getting into melee. One hit for six damage. Alright, we'll roll for the mirror image. Uh, 13. So that hits a mirror image. That's your last one, right? Yep. Okay, so no more mirrors for you. And it's your turn. No mirror for you. Uh, let's see. So I think hypnotic pattern is definitely the way to go again here. Could he get somewhere 
where the melee attacks can't reach him easily? By flying. I was going to say I can fly up in front of the balloon again, but I will, I'll take an attack of opportunity. So I want to move first. Yeah, if you t- yeah move first, take the ac- attack of opportunity first. And then cast. The problem is I can't fly past either of these guys that are in the front of the ship without taking attacks from them. There's plenty of other places around the sides that you could get to. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so I take off, assuming I can still fly. Yeah. It would be awkward if you just jumped off the, the top of the deck and you couldn't. <laughs> yeah, and then face plant into the <laughs> mid-deck. Right, and that's how we find out that the flight is over. Yeah, yeah. face plant into the dead mage. So I move away so he gets his attack. Hit for eight. Eight, okay. All right, then I will cast a Hypnotic Pattern. I should not get the helmsman, the helmsman correct. correct. So I will place it so that it kind of gets all these guys toward the back of the ship. It'll hit, uh, or it'll go, or it'll cover six guys all sort of in the back half of the ship here. And I get my saving throws again. DC 17 wisdom, right? Uh, that's correct. And you're intentionally not hypnoticing the driver. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He was in the range last time, but he made his save, fortunately. <laughs> He's been just kind of nervously watching everything that's happening and, you know, trying to duck out of the way of the arrows flying by. <laughs> just gotta drive this thing. I don't, I don't get paid well enough for this. <laughs> Forget this, guys, I'm leaving. He just puts on a parachute, just runs and jumps off the deck. <laughs> Forget this. I'm reminded of, like, a random Jason Statham, or maybe it's, like, Jackie Chan I'm thinking of, but, like, they, there's, like, an epic car scene, and he's, like, the, the driver, but he, like, gets in these amazing choreographed fights while he's driving the vehicle competently, <laughs> like, super fast. And I remember, Sounds like, like, Jackie Chan. like, it might have been Jackie Chan, because he, like, wraps. Sounds like Jason Statham, too. It, yeah, it could have been Jason Statham, but, but he, like, whoever it was, like, wraps the assailant's, like, arm that they were trying to get him with in the seatbelt of the you know, of the passenger <laughs> seat. Right. Just like, but he's still driving the car competently. It's just like yep. totally unbelievable. Gotta love it. I feel like that's what's happening to this guy. He's like dodging arrows and still like driving the airship well. <laughs> I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> Unfortunately, only two of them failed their saves. Two oh, of the soldiers. Wow. Uh, wow. That's brutal. And where do you want to fly to? Uh, now I will fly kind of off to starboard side come up the side of the balloon and again grab on to the uh, sort of rigging there to make sure I don't fall. Then you're out of reach. So now all three of you are on starboard pretty close to each other. As the more towards yep. the front and the others towards the middle back. You know what? Now that I think of it, the three of us can fly and they can't. Why don't we just bring down the whole airship? Because we don't know when the fly runs out. We were hoping to use it, but... Yeah, that's true. I love the, it, that innovative thinking, though, Brian. You actually just made me think of something else, though, which I'm thankful for. Yeah. We should we should bust out our most powerful weapon. It's time. We should web the deck. Oh, web. Completely. I was actually thinking the opposite, and now that Aslo's, like, up hidden in the rigging, I'm thinking, why don't I just spike growth again and then climb up out of sight? Yeah, we could do that. I mean, you know what? Maybe the Wand of Web doesn't even really help us here, like I'm thinking it might. Well, it, ca- it definitely counteracts uh, spike growth. Aslo could bully some people with his... Uh um, thunder wave. Thunder wave to maximize. The, you guys have some really cool synergy there. I just got to protect you, Shaba, and actually keep your concentration. <laughs> yeah. The mage runs towards the front of the ship, takes up a fresh position next to his fallen companion, 
And he's going to cast Firebolt at Tokus. And he's not going to hit with a roll like that. So, Firebolt comes your way, and you dodge it handily. And it's Shabba's turn. Okay, so I cannot cast two spells in a turn, right? This is known. Right. Okay. Unless one of them is a cantrip. Dang it. Alright, I don't I don't get cantrips as a ranger, unfortunately. So, I think I'm going to go ahead and go with the, uh, uh, the spike growth plan. Ooh, spiky. Ooh, the old spike growth aruni. We don't bust this spell out enough. Agreed. It is... Yeah, not nearly. It's one of those things where situationally it's good when it's good and it's irrelevant otherwise <laughs> most of the time. So let me see where I can place this to best exploit our position. You know, anytime we're doing, like, placements, you know where my brain goes? Math? My, no, surprisingly. No, it's my years of experience as a young nerd playing stuff like Warhammer Fantasy and 40,000. Ah, yeah. And so, like, you'd always, like, like you both of you would always, like, metagame your different, like, mortars and grenades and, you know, like, mm-hmm. all your different, like, explosions and flamethrowers. And you'd be like, well... I feel like that's touching the feet of this one model. And, like, it would just always (laughs) devolve into, no, like, it doesn't hit the guy. It's not on half the model. And he's like, (laughs) well, at least it scares him, like the explosion or the, you know, the magical bomb or whatever, the you know, like the mortars. And And then line of sight, too. Like, if you have a bunch of terrain, you have to, like, get down to eye level with the model and, like, make a direct. But then there's, like, terrain in the way sometimes. It's like, that's half cover. Uh, That's three quarters cover. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and like that's the problem. If you don't have like a neutral third party, (laughs) those aspects of the game could take forever, and you you never it's the game you never finish. Like if you're playing like you know a certain number of points against the other player, you never finish those games. It always devolves into like well. More of my people are dead than yours. I guess I lose because, like, you want to go home and like <laughs> right. bring your models home with you. You don't want to leave them at the hobby store. You're like uh, hanging out at a friend's house. You're just like turn to. You're just like, uh, let's just play video games or something. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think war games like did a lot better pre technology. Mm. Yeah, I'd imagine so. It's been around for a long time. Wow, tabletop. Like war battles, mm-hmm. they have. In fact, D and D started out as chainmail, which were rules for a larger scale uh, combat, like skirmish combat type. Yep. Yeah, even way before chainmail, there were things like a hundred years ago. Oh, really? Anyway, we digress. I mean, that's that's like should be our <laughs> that should be the motto of our podcast. We digress. We digress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Damage Guild. We digress. Um, so I'm going to place this uh, spike growth right in almost smack dab in the middle of the main deck. And I'm going to get Ooh, I like it. Uh, seven dudes, seven enemies plus Aslo in there. But everybody knows it's happening. So it's no surprise to anybody, Aslo included. All right. So the spikes burst out covering the whole lower section of the top deck. Yes. And going up the stairs as well, some of the stairs. Nice. Uh, and then, to give you a nasty splinter. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Uh, and then my plan was to sort of fly up, like, alongside the balloon, so I'm out of sight of these guys, but I guess I've got two guys next to me, so I'll probably end up taking two reactions. Yeah, if you fly, would he get, he would get attacked, right? Vertical movement is still movement. Yes. Yeah, so I have 12 life points uh, currently. <laughs> 
12 life. So I could impose disadvantage on one of the two. Oh, I have uh, I have your resistance. You do? Yes. So I think I'm going to maybe be okay. So I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with that assurance. So you are going to fly? I am going to fly straight up by 10 feet so that I can take my attacks and see if I die. I mean, if I fall unconscious. Enough to be attacked, but not enough to have to go outside the, exactly. the deck to fall to your death. Right, right. That's the, yeah. <laughs> That's farther away, though, than my reaction. Aren't some of these guys touting ranged weapons? They are, but once, I mean, it's only these two that I need to worry about. Once I get up on the side of the balloon, I'll be out of sight from everybody. Yeah, that, that's, right. that makes sense. Well, hang on, hang on. I want to impose disadvantage on that attack on one of them. Okay, cool. Okay. The guy that looks stronger. I want to stop that guy. <laughs> Wait, maybe you should have cast the spike growth after you did this movement. Uh, oh, for concentration? Uh, if I do it after I do the movement, then I won't be able to see the square that I want to target because I'll be up on the side. Well, couldn't you, you can like move, move cast then move. cast then? Oh, move. that's right. Yeah. Okay. So I can float up out of reach and still be able to see that spot on the deck before I go any further. If that's the case, then yes, that's clearly the right choice. Yeah. There's there's enough of a gap up to the the balloon before you can have to worry about that. Okay. I will do that then. One of the guards or one of the soldiers does still manage to hit you Whoop. with his spear for seven points of damage. So that's rounded down to four or three. So it's three. Okay. Alright, so I float up ten feet out of reach, cast the spell, and then continue to go up until I'm, like, alongside the balloon. Right, so you can see Aslo off to your right there, both just clinging to the side of the balloon. <laughs> right. Shaba, where'd you go? I'm running, bravely, away. Bravely, bravely away. Like Sir Robin. Yes. But, Shaba, you left me all alone down here. But that was part of the plan, Tokus. Yeah, Tok- Tokus surveys the boat and realizes that he's surrounded. <laughs> Tokus, we talked about this. And his friends have floated away. <laughs> we talked about this. You probably just don't remember because it was over a month ago. Even though in the podcast it was only like ten minutes ago. Remember the plan! Tokus is just suffering from some emotional damage as he realizes he's all alone on the battlefield from what it looks like. But Tokus, I, I'm, I promise you we talked about this. We, we discussed this plan. Oh no, I'm not I'm not dis- I'm not disagreeing with the plan. Oh, so you even though we discussed the plan, you're saying that now you are perhaps in remorse. No, Sean's fine with the plan. Tokus is drinking in the right. fact that he's alone on an airship with one, two, three, four, eight different enemies. Over half a dozen guards, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Makes sense. And like like neither Aslo nor Shaba are in sight. Actually, there are 11 different enemies that you can see. Oh, gosh, really? I, I, cu- I couldn't even count them all. <laughs> Although one is driving and two are sleeped, so... Yeah, so I guess that brings it back down to eight. <laughs> all right, some of the guards start attacking Tokus as the only one left that they can see. Uh, do I have spell slots? I have one level... No, I have two level one spell slots remaining. All right, all right. I can know if they hit me, though, first. You'd think I would know how the shield spell works at this point in the campaign. I mean, I don't know how any spell works at this point. I just reread the descriptions every time. (laughs) All right, so first guy, uh, the one that hit Shaba, misses once and then hits. Mm, Should I do it? Should I do it? Uh, uh, I feel like I should Uh, use it, guys. Wait, you you already used your reaction. Oh, no, I Uh, can't shield to protect Shaba. (laughs) 
Well, that I makes that decision easier. Shield. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I'm dead. I'm I'm so dead. I'm not dead. You're fine. How much do I take, dude? You have 45 hit points, bro. You're fine. Well, let me go through all the different attacks. Oh no. Thane's so excited. He's going to have a field day. <laughs> Thane's like, oh, I beg to differ. So you're stabbed with a spear. You're shot with a bow. Ten so far. It's so helpless. Ten. There's nothing I can do. Can you resilience yourself? Not right now. I, I could, though. <laughs> uh, it's an action to do that. Hmm. But I could do that next turn. I mean, I thought we need me to like start moving people around, though. Yeah, dog. Actually, that's it. So you're only hit twice out of all the attacks. Wow. One of the guys towards the front of the ship starts maneuvering around and he's going to come right along the edge where he can just look up and see Aslo clinging to the side of the balloon. Uh-uh. So he took his shots that took his first and then decides to move around and see if he can spot anyone else and he sees you and you see him. Hi. So now it's Jokas' turn. <laughs> Hello down there. Ah, man, I think that was a really good idea that Brian had to resilience myself. That's a good idea. Yeah. I feel like we should have done that at the start of the combat. So are, is is Brian taking fire? Can I hear or see that? Not yet. I think that guy shot at you and then moved to where he could see me. Yeah. We discussed this already, but is uh, Misty Step now a spell that you can cast with any spell slot? Or do you, are you still limited in the number of times you can cast it? I am limited in the number of times I can cast it via my level 2 spell slots, which are empty. And I've used the free Misty. Let me, let me tell you about what I've got left, okay. uh, Shaba. But normally, he, yes, he can use his spell slots to cast Misty Step. I can, uh, but okay. we've already expended all my level twos. I can. And you have no level ones? I have two uh, level ones, and I have a Hex free charge. Isn't Misty Step a level one spell? It is a level two. Level two. Oh, dang. Uh, so I am low on resource. Um, here's what I could do. I could just make my turn all about the armband. I could heal myself, and I could give... Aslo resilience. It's mm-hmm. oh no, creature you can see. Oh, creature no. you can see. Oof! I can't see you, Brian. <laughs> I think that for the sake of preserving your remaining hit points, uh, resilience is a not at all bad idea. Mm-hmm. Y- yeah, I mean, technically, I get more mileage out of resilience. I don't think I've used my second wind. Maybe yeah, resilience and second wind. There's a lot of enemies, and we want to mitigate as much damage as possible. So, uh, Tokus is going to resilience himself with the armband, and I'm going to second win myself. A glowing shield briefly envelops you as it seeks to ward away harm. I heal for 15, because it's my fighter level plus the 7 I rolled. Ooh. Nice. It's pretty good. I go back up to 50. Sick. And uh, Tokus is done. I'm not going to do any movement. I don't want to provoke any attacks. Holding it down, guys! Do something! Alright. Hey, I did something. Two more in melee attack you. Hit. You have your reaction back if you want to do anything with it. I do. Is this at the beginning of all these guys attacking me again? Yes. I feel like I should use it, right, guys? I feel like that, yeah. I should do it. Alright, I'm gonna shield and see if that makes it miss. Alright, so shield. That blocks the first attack. However, the second one was a critical hit. Ooh. So that goes through... And deals 15, cut in half, so 7 damage. Okay. Already paying dividends. Do you have your Stone's Endurance, Shobs? I feel like you might have already used that since you're so low. Yeah, I don't have it. I already used it. Is the Wand of Web inside the satchel? Indeed it is, yes. 
Okay. Maybe that's the next thing we should consider. All right, that's it for successful hits. There were two guys that attacked you, one of them in melee and one shooting. And we're now all the way back to Eslu. All right. I think what Eslu's going to try to do is fly down back around the side of the blimp here and get to about halfway across the side of the ship. And then he's going to cast Thunder Wave. So that is a 15-foot cube, uh, which would capture two guys and push them in the spike growth a little bit, but potentially push them off the edge of the ship. (laughs) Okay, well, there is a railing there, so they're going to smack into the railing. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's how that works. Is that like a not even a chance that it will knock them over? Do they get a save or something? I mean, it's got to be a chance but maybe not as much as if it was just, like, a cliff. What if there was no railing? I guess Sean's just curious about, like, how knocking enemies off of surfaces works. Yeah, I'm curious about that, too. Because, like, I feel like if it's a low railing, wouldn't they just, like, their leg, like, tip them over? Their legs would hit against it and then topple over. Exactly, right? If it's, like, below the knee. Well, they wouldn't have a railing that low, but... It's a legitimate question. Not trying to metagame, just genuinely curious, because it's cool to, like, think about different pushes. Sometimes I feel like Aslo has pushed an enemy off of a cliff before with Thunderwave. Didn't that happen at some point? Maybe. I feel like we've done this before. I can't remember what fight it was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there are no rules about being able to catch yourself. Yeah, there are no saving throws or anything. I really don't like that there's, you know, that it's automatic. Yeah, I would assume that there's like a reflex save or a, a uh, deck save rather. Okay, I think because of the railing being there and it pushes, what, 10 feet? 10 feet, yeah. Okay. So I would say the mage who's on the lower level and closer to you, farther away from the railing, has no chance of falling off. The guy who's at the top of the stairs right next to the railing already could fall. Because it's just going to, like, suddenly he's just like, (laughs) versus the mage is more like... Especially since if you fly down low, you could also thunder wave up and that kind of pushes him over the railing a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Could Brian do that? Could you position yourself closer? Uh, no, it's mostly if he was closer to the wall already. Oh, if he was close. Okay. If the mage was closer to the wall. I think that's still a pretty good two-for-one, right? Like, you push the mage, and t- the mage takes spike damage, potentially, if he fails, right? They only move if they fail. How does it work? Yeah. Yeah. I think this is still a great attack. Do they get a save against Thunderwave? They do, yeah. This person makes a good point. They say, reading the spell description, I'd say that the check is the, the save for... Whether or not it pushes the target? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, because they do get a, a save. And their result on the save determines whether they get pushed or not, right? Yeah, if they succeed, they don't move. Yeah, I'm just putting myself into those shoes. Like, if, if I were on the receiving end of this, I would want I would absolutely want a deck save to not fall. Yeah, well, I mean, ship. the fact that they get they each get to make a save against being pushed in the first place is yeah, part of... Yeah, but there are lots of abilities that push automatically. Oh, uh, okay. They're common, at least for players. It, well, so I... I, I agree with what you guys are saying. I think it's interesting, though, because you almost can kind of shortcut it, because in the case of Thunderwave already evokes a deck save. So, like, the way that we're doing it would be... Con save. Oh, it's a con save? Never mind. I thought it was a deck save. So it'll be a con save into deck save. Yeah, this person says they house rule. I allow a deck save to see if they can grab the ledge and prevent the fall. Yeah. I think that makes sense to me. Makes sense as well, yeah. Let's see if this will get us a kill. Let's do it. Let's see if we can knock some people off a ship. All right, so they each make a con save. I'm going to cast this at level one. Yep, got to conserve those spells. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we're most interested in pushing them. Like, the extra damage is gravy. Right. Which is nice, but yeah. 
going for the push. DC 17. They both failed. All right. <laughs> a 7 and an 8 on my two D8s. Oh, my. Almost max damage, so 15 damage. Nice. Right. And the mage nice. is going to get pushed through the spikes and take an additional 2D4. Mm. Okay. You want to roll that? Sure. Spikes. Uh, 5. Oh, that's healthy for 2D4. Right. Not bad. That's like bad average. average. Yeah. Exactly average. Okay. <laughs> Not too shabby. Well, you didn't roll below <laughs> average. That's right. So that's what's important. Hey, five damage passive for you sustaining an AOE effect is great. I mean, it's going to do more than that if you sustain it, probably. So you fly down there and let out your thunder wave as you swoop above the thorns, and the mage gets blasted back, staggers, and has his legs scraped apart by the thorns before slamming into the wall, mm. whereas the other soldier on the stairs gets knocked into the air, flips backwards over the ledge. Oh, he <laughs> does? down screaming. Yes! Awesome! <laughs> you <laughs> will help <home> scream. <laughs> 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 